Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Mark. In the course of his teaching, Jesus said to the crowds, Beware of the scribes who like to go around in long robes and accept greetings in the marketplaces, seats of honor in synagogues, and places of honor at banquets. They devour the house of widows and as a pretext recite lengthy prayers. They will receive a very severe condemnation. He sat down opposite the treasury and observed how the crowd put money into the treasury. Many rich people put in large sums. A poor widow also came and put in two small coins worth a few cents. Calling his disciples to himself, he said to them, Amen, I say to you, this poor widow put in more than all the other contributors to the treasury. For they have all contributed from their surplus wealth, but she, from her poverty, has contributed all she had, her whole livelihood. The Gospel of the Lord. <clears throat> there are four short words on all money, American money, that used to fill me with pride but not so much any longer, if they were ever really proud words. The words are, in God we trust. Some of us do not do trust in God, but do we do so as a nation? Most people trust not in God's providence, but rather in their own ability to do for themselves. People work very hard to, to fulfill not God's expectations, but rather the expectations of others, and place their confidence not in God's truth and Jesus' eternal promises, but rather in our consumer society's self-serving falsehoods and empty promises. The same is true elsewhere, but no other country has the nerve to claim otherwise on its money which ironically is by far the most common object of idolatry we have. It'd be much more truthful to have printed in this dollar we trust or in the right to choose we trust or in superior firepower we trust or in private property we trust. But do we trust in God? Do we trust in God as a nation? In today's readings, we have the story of two women who did trust in God. Elijah promises a poor widow that if she is generous with all that she has, God will provide that her flour jar not go empty and her jug of oil not go dry. She trusted that if she was faithful to God, he be faithful to her and provide for her needs. As for, the, for our gospel, the poor widow's two coins could in fact truthfully have borne the words, in God we trust, because they were all she had. By donating them to the temple, she placed her trust in God's providence, 
confident that if she was faithful to God, he would be faithful to her. So how about you? Trusting in God doesn't mean that we do not plan for the future or that we not avoid credit card debt, but it does mean that we should not worry unnecessarily about our future that is ultimately out of our hands. Trusting in God means making God's will the number one priority in our lives, especially when we can't see how it's going to work out in the end. Jesus expects us to trust him completely. Many of us are not quite so sure that we can trust him, even though we want to trust him. The widow in the first reading shows us how a person can truly, who can trust completely, even to the point of giving up the little that she has for another person. The Gospel of Mark today repeats that message with the story of the poor widow who gave all she had, trusting in the Lord. The challenge today, will I trust? Will I give up what I have because I trust in the Lord? The first reading gives us the story about the prophet Elijah. Elijah is a wonderful person in the Old Testament. He trusts so completely that he always does what the God asks of him, even when it puts him in danger. Elijah can complain to God because Elijah has such a close relationship with God, and thus he shares everything with God. This is part of the challenge for us today. Trust and become close. When God does not give us what we think we need, we are free to tell God that we still need what we are asking for. We need to have confidence that he will always give us what we truly need. In our second reading today, the author of the letter compares Jesus Christ to the high priest of the Jewish faith. The author always wants us to know that there is more in the world of the sacred than just the high priest. Jesus is a new expression of what it means to be a high priest. You and I are invited to be priests also, sharing in the high priesthood of Jesus Christ. We need to embrace our human condition and bring all that is truly human to the Lord. We are invited to share Christ and to share with Christ. The gospel brings us back to the theme of giving all that we have to the Lord. Perhaps many of us are more practical and give to the Lord what we may have in excess or what we need. But the Lord wants more. The Lord wants all that we have and all that we are. The Lord invites us and waits for us. Many of us are fearful that if we give all, we shall have nothing left. Think again of the widow from the first reading. She had practically nothing and was preparing to share the little she had with her son 
and then die. The prophet comes and asks her to give, of him, give to him the small amount that she has. This is the kind of experience that we may have. We seem to lack everything that we need in this life, and especially we may lack the means to obtain what we believe we need. Then God asks us to give up even the little that we do have. Can we do that? Are we able to trust so much in God that we will give up even what we believe is necessary? God is asking. God is waiting. What is our reply?